Mastery by Robert Greene One sentence summary Mastery debunks the myth of talent and shows you there are proven steps you can take to achieve mastery in a discipline of your own choosing by analyzing the paths of some of history's most famous masters such as Einstein, Darwin and Da Vinci. My favorite quote from the author is Become who you are by learning who you are. Robert Greene Robert Greene knocks out bestsellers, one after another. Seriously, that's what he does. Between 1998 and 2009, he published four New York Times bestsellers, The 48 Laws of Power, The Art of Seduction, The 33 Strategies of War, and The 50th Law with Rapper 50 Cent. To make it a full hand, he then published Mastery in 2012, which explains not only his own approach to master the craft of writing, but also the path all masters seem to take using historical and contemporary figures as examples, as he often does in his books. Of course, the book became yet another New York Times bestseller. Don't think he got there easily, though. Between finishing his undergraduate degree in classical studies and publishing his first book, 20 years passed. Green was 39 years old when The 48 Laws of Power came out. Nobody said the path to mastery would be easy. But here are the first three steps you can take. 1. Trust your gut to find your discipline to master. 2. Take an apprenticeship and get paid to learn. 3. Once you complete your apprenticeship, challenge everything you learned. Are you ready to become a master of a craft that you choose? I really, really hope so, because that's what this book is all about. Mastery Lesson 1. Trust your gut feeling to pick a skill to master. This answers the question, how do I find my passion or how can I pick a career I would do well in? Every one of us has probably had a few rare moments in their lives where they felt an inner voice calling out to them. You should be a painter. I think I could write a novel. It's this feeling that something is just made for you, that you thrive in it, that you could be great. Green says you finally have to start trusting that feeling. We're all the creations of our very own unique double helix, but we spend so much time blending in and hiding behind the crowd that we've become scared to listen to our inner voice. Yes, finding your true calling isn't easy. It might take a while, some deep digging and a whole lot of testing. But when you go back to your teenage years, when you were 12, 13, 14 years old, what did you want to do? Maybe you've already had it, your light bulb moment. Da Vinci had his when he found himself stealing expensive paper from his father's office to draw animals out in the woods. Tim Ferriss had his when learning about the death of a friend and terminal illness of a child on the same day. Chad Fowler called it his Harajuku moment because it happened in a district of the same name in Tokyo. It might sound foreign to you, but once you start trusting your gut, you'll notice these hints your inner voice gives you and you can finally start to listen. Mastery Lesson 2 Learning comes before earning, so take an apprenticeship. This answers the question, what's the best career path to choose and start out with once I've figured out my passion or calling, so to say. The more you learn, the more you earn. It's a favorite quote by Frank Clark. Once you decide on a field, discipline or skill to master, the best way to make progress fast is to take an internship. Don't focus on the money, focus on how much you can learn. A job that pays more now will probably offer you less support and education, which will pay for itself 10 times over down the road. 
you'd be better off taking a low-paying job now that maybe comes with a great mentorship, which will lead you to excel in your field much faster than making all the dumb rookie mistakes and learning the hard way. Yes, you should get paid to learn and create a win-win situation, but always know that learning has a much bigger ROI than being paid a bit more. Benjamin Franklin could have swooped in on his father's successful candle-making business, but instead he took a printing job, which he knew would help him master the art of words much faster. Mastery Lesson 3 Once you complete your apprenticeship, challenge everything you've learned. This answers the question, what should I do once I get out of my apprenticeship and start to become more advanced in my career? Not that an apprenticeship isn't hard enough to find, let alone complete, but no, the path to mastery becomes even harder. Once you leave your apprenticeship to venture out on your own, you have to immediately throw everything you learned out of the window. Well, not quite. But Green says you must keep an open mind, like a child. Challenge everything you know, the rules your mentor taught you, the common ways of doing things you learned. Which of them are universal? Which can be broken, bent or banished? By the time you end your apprenticeship, you'll have developed your own unique style of your craft, and only when you allow yourself to let it flourish can you truly innovate and build something that is worth of a true master. So no, you're never done learning. But is it worth it? You decide. You can keep making excuses, or you can start today. My personal takeaways from Mastery for 2017. <clears throat> So I'd like to share a bit of my experience with this approach because I sort of did some of the things this book suggests without being even aware of the book at that point. The first part, trust your gut to find your discipline to master. So I started writing in 2014, September 2014, the last day of September, I think I released my first blog post on nicolasgirke.com and... I really went with my gut on starting a blog because from all sides I heard, don't start a blog. There's two million, there's 200 million blogs out there, two million blog posts being published every single day. You'll never make it. You'll never stand out. Don't start a blog. But I just had this gut feeling that writing would be a lot of fun because I had spent so much time reading blogs and my favorite writers like James Altucher, Leo Babauta, uh, who else did I read? Tim Ferriss did I read at the time? they all had blogs and they wrote blogs and the articles looked like fun and I was just like wow we're writing and online and just publishing like that looks really cool so I just went with my gut I was like okay let me try that and I really got hooked on writing so and and now as it turns out I happen to have a talent for it and so it paid really well for me to just go with my gut feeling regardless of, of what was popular at the time or what the market said what the next big thing is <clears throat> the second thing take an apprenticeship and get paid to learn I could have done a lot better on that but since I only figured out that I like writing when I was almost done with, with college it was hard for me to implement that and now I plan to do that when I graduate with my master's degree and take something that has maybe some form of content creation online or, or marketing online where I have to write stuff uh, involved somehow but if I had known this when I was 18, I would probably have gone to a publishing house or something like that and would have taken an internship there, at least an internship for a month or two and just see what it feels like and whether that would be the right thing for me. 
And internships in Germany, at least, they're usually non-paid, especially short ones. But if you can do that in a way that even gets you paid, you take an entry-level job, I think that's very, very underrated. And that's an option you should seriously consider if you're still young and still at that point in your career. If not, this is always something you can, you know, master your craft sort of on the side of your regular full-time job. <clears throat> And the part about completing your apprenticeship and challenging everything you've learned, that's definitely true. And it's been hard for me because I didn't do the apprenticeship part to get out of my own head and say, well, maybe I need to change the format of my writing. Maybe I need to try something new. And so that's also one of the reasons why I made the switch to Quora in 2017. It's just so I had to stick with a new format and try a new format for writing. And I'm exploring these more and more and sort of breaking rules, expanding on, on what I already know and do. <clears throat> and I think that's a crucial point once you've sort of gotten to this advanced level with it. So it's very hard to argue with Robert Greene's approach. Um, I really think it's solid. Uh, and I really think the hardest part of it is to first start with the point of trusting your gut and just going with your gut feeling and picking something that you think you enjoy. So don't overthink it. Really just do something and I'm sure you'll turn out fine.